Welcome, everybody, to the Bloker Joker Podcast, Champions League edition. Shout out to Pub Sports Radio for putting us on. My name is Cody Gelhausen at Squids Picks, and with me is Matt J underscore Lawrence. Matt, Champions League is finally back. It's been March. It's been months and months, and we're here back in the knockout rounds. I've asked you this once again. How's it feel to be back? Feels great. I mean, the Champions League is our favorite competition. Um, at least it is for me. And it's just, it's so fun to have it back and ready to go. And there's a lot to be playing for. There's a lot of storylines that are going to come to fruition here in the coming days. And uh, there's just uh, so much, so much uh, entertainment really coming up. So it's, uh, it's great to be back with you as always, Cody. It is. And it's been something we've been profitable in when we've done podcasts together. And I think it's going to continue. It's a lot of juicy matchups. We have teams that are behind on aggregate, some big teams that are behind on aggregate that need to take that step forward to advance into the next round. And there's some dogs that are really sitting in a good position that are looking to just stay up front and move on as well. So, Matt, I think we can just jump on in. There's no need to wait. Not at all. There's no need. It's the champions. There's no need. So we're going to take it to the old lady. We have Juventus led by Ronaldo. They're down in the aggregate. They need a result against Lyon. In this match, Juve are the obvious favorites at minus 225. Lyon at plus 650. Posted total is over two and a half goals, minus 132. You can get the under at plus 107. Matt, I believe you have feelings about this match, and I want to hear every single bit of them. You know what I think, Sir William? I think Cristiano Ronaldo gets up for this, just like he did last season after the first leg um, against Atletico Madrid. They come back to Turin, and you see a classic Ronaldo performance. When this guy has his back to the wall, there's really nobody better in world football, and there may have never been a better footballer um, with his back to the wall, I think, than Cristiano Ronaldo. He is just a leader on and off the pitch. I see Juventus to qualify here. I found it earlier in the day at minus 120, and I think it's a fair price. Um, I mean, we're looking at a Lyon side, Cody, that, come on, man. I mean, they finished seventh in the poor, poor Ligue 1 in France there. They're not even in the Europa League next season. And and yes, they were able to squeak by with a 1-0 win, but Juventus had over 60% possession in that game. They were creating chances. They just couldn't bury them. It was one of those days right before the uh, COVID hit. And for me, yes, Juventus's most recent performances are something to, to worry about. I think that they had this title wrapped up. They had a nice cushion and they, they used it well. I mean, yeah, Ronaldo was still going for the golden boot and in Italy and whatnot. But, I mean, I just see this team being able to turn it on. They, I think that they can turn on the switch one more time. And, you know, I, just, I, I think of, you know, Juventus continuing in this competition. I don't see them getting knocked out here. Maybe it's a 1-0 victory here in the 90 minute and we take this one to overtime and penalties. I, I could see that potentially, but you know, if, if Lil score or sorry, Leon, um, you know, then, you know, this game's going to bust wide open and the over 2.5 will definitely be in play, but 
you know, uh, there's a couple quality players with Lyon. Um, Triore is is a pretty nice winger. You know, Hasim Loar is uh, is very solid. well rated, very well rated, very, very. I mean, he's going to be on his way out, I, I believe. It mm -hmm. could even be in this next window, considering you know him as a player. You're not playing in Europa or Champions League next season. It might be time for a switch for him, but. I just see Juventus being able to turn it on, Cody, and I'm more than happy to take them to advance here at minus 120. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be playing this match, and you're right. I'm gonna start with Awar. Awar is moving on from the club. He is a cash cow sitting right in their hands, and they have to move him because of the situation going on with coronavirus. But um, you took the words out of my mouth. I am playing Juventus minus one at minus 136. I think it's a steal. When I, when I got on the book earlier this week, I thought I was going to be staring down at minus 1.5 for Juve. If I can give him at minus 1 at that kind of price, under a minus 140, you have to give me that all day long. And like you said, it's Cristiano Ronaldo is worth every bit of his penny when he has his back to a wall. You're absolutely right. He is so good in these spots. He's so vital. He does not take losing. And that's why he went to Juventus. Juventus does not do losing. There's a reason they have been in more semifinals and more finals than damn near every other club in the world bar Real Madrid over the past five, six years. It's because they don't accept anything else but succession. And they're going to keep that rolling here. So I'm playing it. And you look at the defense. I don't see Leon scoring a goal. Because Mateus Delic has turned a corner, not even since, since the, the layover of coronavirus. He turned it in like February, March early. And he's proven his worth especially since the, the the recoming of football. And look at Lyon. They haven't played they haven't played any games. France shut their league down. They played Paris in a 0-0 draw, which I think that was kind of a farmer league's game because it's a farmer's league. And I think they're going to be in trouble. It's going to be a shell shock. They're going to be shell shocked from the whistle. You can't not play a meaningful football game for four months and then expect to come out in the Champions League, the biggest, the biggest tournament in the world, bar the World Cup, and expect to come out and beat the old lady in Juventus. Not going to happen. I think Juve rolls them over. I think it's going to be an exceptionally fantastic game for Juventus. I can see them winning the nil, but I definitely see them winning by more than one goal. And Matt, I love your take because you're almost hedging that in a way where you can even take those PKs in advance. Because if it does come to PKs, they don't have Leon don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. I'm sorry, but they don't. So I love your play. I'm going to go ahead and play the match at minus one because I don't think it's – they're not going to lose, and I think they're going to just drub them. Yeah, I think um, Juventus are going to be on the front foot early, and if they somehow do score in the opening 20-30, uh, the floodgates could oh. open up. And um, But that's their yeah, issue. Juventus start slow sometimes. That's I'm, I can't say I'm worried about it, but I don't. I want to see that goal within the first 25. They they do normally start slow, yep. but not in these type of matches. Mm -hmm. They normally just get out there on the front foot and and play and play their football. And they they're better everywhere on the pitch, from top to bottom, mm. at every position. At every mm. position, they're better. That's so nice. um, I, I like them to qualify here and turn this leg around. Um, so I think let's uh, let's move it on over, Cody, to the next match on Friday. So great that we have some Champions League, by the way, oh, on Friday weird. and Saturday. Does it get any better than this? Oh, Friday. What am I going to do tomorrow? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pop a beer open at 12.55 – or sorry, 2 p.m., I should say. 
and I'm going to watch these matches. I'm going to drink them slowly. I'm going to enjoy every single bit of them. The thing is, though, is you could pop it at 12.55 just so you're you know, starting to get to that that comfortable level at the 2 o'clock range. Get my mind right. Yeah, by the end of the match, I'll be in back in bed. So we're going to move it on, aren't we? The Manchester City, Real Madrid, the tastiest morsel in the bunch. And this match, City are you know pretty heavy favorites, which is – I'm going to get into it. It's shocking to me at minus 137. Real Madrid at plus 320. The Spanish champions at a plus 320 price. Posted total is going to sit at, I have it at three and a half goals on, on DraftKings, plus 133 for the over. The under is at uh, minus 165. So the over is posted at a three-goal total. But yep, yeah, if you, if you want a three, it's going to be it's going to be juiced up. Yeah, it's going to be juiced up. So that's what I have in my book. And uh, Matt, I'm going to go ahead and take this one over. And, uh, I don't think you're going to agree with me here, but I'm playing this one. I'm playing uh, Real Madrid at plus one at minus 148. This team just ran La Liga. I mean, they, 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 there's a bit of a race at the end of the year, but they put this thing to bed pretty quickly. Real Madrid, in my opinion, I know Sergio Ramos is out. Let's start up top, Matt. The captain is out. Sergio Ramos is out. But uh, they have Millie Tao on the bench. And Millie Tao has came out on Twitter. He says, I'm going to get this done. He's full of confidence. And you know what? I love it. The guy's class. They paid $50 million for – he was at 19 at the time, 18, 19 at the time. I think this is his chance. It's his chance. You got Rafael Varane next to you. He's got cover. It's not like he's out there swimming in floaties. I love it. Real Madrid allowed 25 goals in the league this season, over 28 matches. They scored 70 goals. They're more than capable going forward. That's not going to be the issue. And we know Manchester City struggle. We know it. Manchester City lost – what – 12 matches this year in, in England, and you can't, you're going to sit here and tell me that you're going to cake Real Madrid by two goals. I don't see it that way. I, and Real Madrid have some catching up to do. If Manchester City are going to sit in and try to just beat them down, I think Real Madrid has the capability to get them. They, they're, they're in form, they're doing their job out there. I'm playing it, Matt. I, I, I can't stay away from this one. I wouldn't shy away from the total as well, even though it's stretched out to three goals. I know you don't like that either. I'm sure you don't. I haven't talked about it, but I'm pretty sure you don't like it. But Real Madrid came back from this restart, and they won one, two, three, four, five out of six games on the bounce. They drew to Leganes after they secured the title, and they have ambition. They're scoring goals. They're pitching shutouts. They've had three shutouts in their last six matches. I love Real Madrid in the spot. I think they're so underrated and so underappreciated. I can't stay away. I think you built a really strong case for them. And I think that um, any of the listeners that have tuned in, really, I, I think that you should probably tail this man. I, I don't see Real Madrid getting beat by a margin. Mm-mm. I think that this price is a little bit inflated on City, especially you know just with the neutral ground and whatnot. But for me here, I haven't locked it in yet, but I've got one eye on both teams to score in over 2.5 goals here. I found that right now at DraftKings around minus 128 to minus 132. It was 128 earlier in the day. Um, And for me here, it's kind of what you're saying. I mean, yes, the, the Ramos concern is, is real. I mean, because he is their leader. He takes the pens as well. And he's buried just about every single one of them. So, it's it's really interesting. The, the managerial matchup in this one is fascinating. I think that I think that City are the better side, and I do think that 
you know, when you look at the Militao and Varane pairing there, you know, they got dusted in the first time that they paired together in a big match with a Neymar-less and Mbappe-less PSG. They're the same. Matt, you know what? They're almost the same player. That's the issue. Because Varane can cover for Ramos. Ramos has a bit of where he can go out and do his thing, and Varane will cover for him with his pace. And it, it, it's I, I'm banking on that they've worked that out. They've had time to figure it out. And I'm sure, honestly, I thought you would be looking at the under a bit and looking towards Man City. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, the price is so skewed. If you're going to sit there and lay minus 137 on Man City against the Spanish champions, I it takes some huge cojones because I, I would never, I would never lay that price. Yeah. No, I, I think that you're on the right side here with a plus one. Asian handicap on Real Madrid. I, I think that both teams find the back of the net here. I, I do think that both teams find the back of the net. And then I think it pushes over 2.5 uh, because it's if if we see a couple early goals and whatnot, then this thing is going to just stretch. And it, it's going to be a fantastic match. But um, I, I do see it probably being tight for, for 20 or 30 minutes, though. I do. Yeah. And my, my fear is, just to close this match out, is my, my only fear with Real Madrid, if City get on the board within the first 15, it's going to be a scramble for Real Madrid. I, I do That's what we want to avoid here. Yes, 100%. because that's what Pep did in, in the first leg, is he mm-hmm. chose to sit back and, and hit him on the break, and, and they hit him on the break. And, yeah, that that's kind of what I think City's game plan might be again, but but at the same time, it's Manchester City, and and they really, most of the time, they only know how to play one way. So um, it, it's at the front foot. So let's move it on over, Cody, to Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess maybe it is, it's Saturday afternoon. I apologize. Yeah, for, for us, for us. Mm-hmm. For us. But, um, yeah, in, in this one here, Cody, let's uh, – let me get it just – let me get the – most recent odds pulled up here. It is, let's go with FC Barcelona taking on Napoli. And Barcelona are right now at minus 162. The draw plus 310. Napoli plus 440 here. The posted total is at two and a half goals, shaded to the over here. And it is at minus 162. The same price as Barcelona. The under is at plus 130 here. Cody, do you want to take this one, or do you want me to go? I'll go ahead and take it, um, just because simply I don't have a lot on this match, sadly. Um, it's a Barcelona team that I'm not impressed with. I'm just simply not impressed. They they are a huge letdown team, and you saw it in that first leg. Napoli took advantage of them all night long. And I think Napoli is unfairly priced, if I'm being completely honest at it. A plus 440, Barcelona being that heavy of a favorite. I think the book is looking more at the name of the side than the actuality of the product they're putting on the pitch week after week because they were not good coming back from the restart. They were not. They, they were in the title race. They floundered, and they paid for it, Matt. They, they absolutely did. They, they, they didn't finish off this well at all. And Napoli's in the driver's seat. I think Napoli's going to have their fun. They're going to sit in deep and try to soak up pressure, which is something they can do. They're fully capable. They did it in the first leg, for God's sakes. They're fully mm-hmm. capable because, I mean, Barcelona came out in the restart. They, they, they drew to Atleti. They won three matches on the bounce. You got dusted by Osasuna, and then won against Alaves. I mean, you expect more out of them, and you're not getting it. I think ever since Neymar left, they're lacking 
that presence, that creative presence. They have Messi, but Griezmann hasn't figured it out. Suarez has his injury issues. So in this one, I'm gonna be honest with you, I I have nothing. Like I, I'm be completely. I, I don't really have anything here. If I'm picking, if I'm going any sort of way, I'm going with Napoli. Um, maybe at plus one, minus one twenty-five, and maybe you'll disagree with me again. But I think Napoli have a really good chance of progressing, and that's where I would lean. But I'm off this one because I don't know what I'm getting out of Barcelona. But you have Leo Messi, so he could show up and just absolutely run this game away. I'm yep. off this. I don't want any part of this match. I don't want yep. any part of it. Yeah, just kind of like the Ronaldo talk that I had earlier, I, I'm going to ride the magisterial one here, and I, I think that they have enough here. So they've had a couple weeks now to to lick their wounds a little bit and how they performed since the restart in Spain, and it's been poor. It, it, they are a team that is unbackable, Cody, on the road. Oh, absolutely. On the road, they're unbackable. But this, they go into this leg with a just a slight advantage. They've had some issues in the Champions League in the last two seasons with big leads. This one is tighter. And I think that you're spot on, Cody, where Napoli can soak up pressure with the best of them. I think a really good angle in this game, and I might play it and I might send it out to to have no goals in the first 25, 30 minutes of this game. I think it's zeros for a little bit. I think it's a really good angle to take. The, the Insigne news is a huge concern for me, though, with Napoli. I mean, he is their main man, in my opinion, on that squad. And But but this team knows how to play against these types of Barcelonas. I mean, I've watched this Napoli team dominate Liverpool now for a couple seasons. And I've got a really good look at them. And they have one of the best center-half partnerships in world football, even though some of the stats don't back it up uh, for this season. But Manolas is deemed fit for this one, and he will pair with Koulibaly. I think the under, actually, I've already taken some Barcelona at minus 145. I think it's actually, I think this one's going to close at the minus 175, minus 180, and that's kind of why I played it. But for me here, I think the under might be the better play because I just do see Napoli soaking up that pressure. And I think that it's going to take some magisterial magic here. I, I think it's, one one zero type of yep. Barcelona talk here, and it, it, it's a tricky one though. I I, I see it. Um, I think that Napoli. I think the value is on Napoli, but I just see that Barcelona have had a couple weeks to prepare ha and get motivated for this competition, and I, I I see I see Lionel Messi not letting the uh, the Catalans down in a sense. Right, right. And, and when I say – I should clarify. When I say Napoli's, they're not necessarily in the driver's seat. It's a, It was 1-1 last time in Napoli. Mm -hmm. But I, I just – I like what they – they came out with a perfect game plan last time out. And yep. I think that if you have if you have a Dries Mertens on the pitch with Gally Holland maybe on the, on the flank, you can catch them. Barcelona – the Barcelona's fullbacks and their defense have been an issue all year. Oh, yeah. You can get right through their lines – the midfield is slow, very slow, actually. Rakitic, De Jong, and uh, Vidal, whoever you put out there, they're, they're slow. They're terribly mm -hmm. slow. And Napoli, break with pace, clinical finishing. It worries me. That's why I'm off it. But I, I can easily see Barcelona coming out, getting a quick goal, and hanging like four on them. Mm -hmm. That's what freaks me. That's also that's why I'm not playing this thing. That's what really yeah. like, it, it works me away from this is Barcelona could come out in full Barcelona force and work them over. 
they, they could. Yeah, I think the best way to play Barcelona, if you are going to play them, is probably combining them with an under 4.5 because mm-hmm. I I don't see Napoli giving up more than two with this nope. uh, with, with this center half partnership and and just you know they have a lot of cohesion. I mean they're they had a poor season. They've been pretty poor since the restart um, as well. So it's yep. not like they're coming in here with uh, an abundance of 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 you know feel good factor and and whatnot. So I see Barcelona progressing here. I, I yeah. do. Um, a, and yeah, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's that's a smart play. But remember, Matt, we watch this. We watch this match together. Napoli sat. I've never seen a team sit so deep in my life. They sat in the deepest block on the end of their 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 box, and Barcelona does not have a player that can break it down. They do not have it. Leo Messi is it, but they need Leo Messi to be in the attacking position. Yes. Nobody, Napoli had the perfect game plan, and there's no chance they veer away from it. And you know what? Barcelona, there's no way they've learned how to break it down in that in that time frame. And I that's think why I like the I think under. Trouble. That's Absolutely. why I like the under. Because I, Napoli, I think yeah. that I, I think that so the thing is too. So it's one one. Napoli don't have to press Mm-mm. the gap. They can sit in here and let's keep this thing tight and take for the penalties five to sixty minutes and see if Barcelona cracks once more in the Champions League. Yeah. And, or take it to penalties, even if it ends up one one. Maybe they crack them early. Maybe Barcelona gets them. They equalize. Napoli will be more than happy to take the penalties. If they can, if this thing is tight going into the second half, it's going to finish under. Napoli are going to sit. Barcelona are going to be too scared to allow that counterattacking goal. And there's your finished product. So I love where you're going with that under. I actually really like – you've kind of changed my mind a little bit on that one. Yeah, I, like I, that. I really I like do. I like this under. I like that. But at the same time, if it's going under, Napoli plus one is probably going to push or it's going to be a, be a nice hit. But it's yep. a lean. I don't like this match. I'm, I'm not a big fan of this match. But yeah. All right, well, at least you're leaning with me, leaning and rocking with me. Ooh, but uh, fat Joe. So let's carry on to the final one here, the finale. We've got uh, the fourth and final, and we've got multiple matches next week too, folks. So we will be back on as well. Um, we've got Bayern Munich, the German champs, taking on a top four Chelsea side. Bayern are minus 275, Chelsea plus 650. The draw plus 440. We've got a posted total here of yeah, three and a half goals. The three oh, under three and a half is minus 135. The over 3.5 is plus 110. Cody, what are you th- what are your thoughts here? You know what? Like I haven't been there in a while, and it's kind of a shame that I haven't been there. But I'm finally going back to the bank. I'm going to the bank right here, right now. I'm taking Bayern Munich minus one and a half goals with no issue, with no conscience whatsoever at an even price of plus 100. Matt, reverse this back to March. We slapped this game at the beginning, and we hit it at half. Both of us did. Yes, we did. And all that's happened since then is Bayern Munich got better and Chelsea got worse defensively. They can't. This is this is too. Okay, these are two teams that are on a different level. I think Bayern Munich personally are the best team in this tournament, and I vouch for them to win this thing. I think they're the most complete team in the world. Robert Lewandowski is having his best year of his life, bar none. Mueller has over twenty assists this year, and you have players surrounding them all the way around the pitch. If he's a command, if he's fit, he's brilliant. 
on the right side, ex-Arsenal player, Serge Gnabry, brilliant. The defense has been patched together. You have Alaba. You have Boateng, who was crap in the first half of the year, and he's resurged and found himself to be a very reliable player. You have Joshua Kimmich, who can slide in the midfield or play that right-back role. This team is complete. Matt, you sit across the room and tell, tell me that you're not going to back them at one-and-a-half goals. Impossible. This is going to be a romp. You have Aspilicueta out with an injury against Arsenal in the FA Cup. Pulisic, their most important player by a long shot, out four to six weeks with that hamstring injury. What are they going to create? One, and they can't defend. Out of In the Premier League, they had the worst, worst defensive record by a long shot. 54 goals allowed this season in the Premiership. Worst out of the top 10, league, top 10 teams in the league. They're going to get romped. Yes, Bayern Munich have a very comfortable goal advantage, but they're not going to sit in and, and, and just let, it, let them have it. They're going to go for it. It's going to be pedal to the metal. That's how they play the football, and they're going to crush them. And they've had a month break. And what do they do going into that month break? They're, the, again, the best team in the world going into the break. They won six straight matches in a row coming out of the break. They're crushing everyone. And this is teams that's Eintracht Frankfurt, Von Gladbach, Werder Bremen, Wolfsburg, Bayern Leverkusen. They're not beating cupcakes. They're beating top dogs in their own league. This is a shutdown, lock it down banker for me. I can't believe a one-and-a-half price I'm getting for this kind of price. It's absurd, Matt. And this is Chelsea we're talking about. It's Chelsea. I am, I'm loving it because I'm on the same side. I'm on the same play. Bayern Munich, minus 1.5. Because guess what, Cody? The Bavarians, they are cutthroat. They don't give a shit that they are up 3-0 here. They are going to roll with their best 11, and we know what they've done to some English clubs in the past. They want to embarrass you. They want to flat out embarrass you, and that is what is going to happen here. Just like you mentioned, I mean, what is Chelsea going to do? I mean, knowing Golo Conte, it looks like, I cannot. I can't have any part of Chelsea. It's a death without. sentence. It, it, it's, it's a death, death sentence. sentence against this team. No Pulisic, who was, like you said, their MVP post-restart. Then you look at the defense. Azpilicueta, one of their most key defensive Their best defender. Players. Their best yeah. defender. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just see this one as uh, – I see this one being really fun. I think if you like Bayern, you probably like the over as well. So – I think they correlate here, but uh, I'm I'm looking at Munich minus 1.5 as well. Uh, I love this play. It, it just it makes too much sense for me. No man, I I, I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to get pretty freaking ugly, to be honest with you. I mean, this Bayern Munich team is a well-oiled machine with because the way I think about it, the German league teams, and you saw it, you even saw it today with uh, Leverkusen in Europa. They're they're not a great defensive team, but you. They've been playing football for two months. You give them a month off. They're refreshed, but they're, they're not rusty. And you're pitching them in a situation with the ultimate value. And, and Leverkusen got the job done today, and you're going to see Bayern Munich get the job done over the weekend on Saturday. They're a brilliant team. Again, as complete as it gets, Chelsea have nothing in the back. And they're going to take, in my opinion, a top three offensive attack. They got Trout's 3-0. And you remember that match. You're with me. It was 1-0 mm -hmm. at half. It was a late first half goal. And we jumped on live on the, live on the Bloker Joker live, live stream. And we said over one and a half, Bayern Munich second half. And we cashed two tickets. Both of us did. 
It was it was easy as it gets. It, it was, was. Easy as it, it, gets. it was as easy. It, we we wrote the script almost. Yeah, and it's it's gonna continue here. Chelsea are so much trouble. They played so many matches in such yeah, a short they're period. They're so tired. Lampard is complaining already about the restart in the Premier League. These guys are so so tired, and they are going to get a fully fit and rested Munich here. I just I don't see how Chelsea can hang here. I, I really really don't. No, they're not going to be hanging. They're going to be, you know what they're going to be? They're going to be low-hanging fruit. That's what they're going to be. That's how and much they're going to be hanging. The other thing is, too, is I'm glad it's not four and five nil up right now. It's only three. We've seen three goal comebacks before in this in this final and in, in this, um, sorry, in this cup. Liverpool. But, Liverpool. But uh, just it's only three, and they're going to play their best 11. There's no worries about that. So if you like Munich, take them now. This could This line could jump up. I could see that minus 1.5 closing at, you know, a minus 130 range before it tips off. So 100%. 100%. So we're getting it right now at evens. I, I see it as value. And I, I love it, Cody. I think that pretty much wraps it up. I guess you want to just cover your best bets for this Champions League round. Yeah. So I'm taking, uh, I'll recap this last one we just talked about. I'm taking Bayern Munich minus one and a half goals at a press of plus 100. Go on and get in. Moving it down the line, I am going with Real Madrid at plus one, minus 148. And I'm taking Juventus, the old lady, at minus 136. And that's my plays, Matt. Throw minus it. one, minus 136, right? 136, apologies. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. I am on Juventus to qualify, minus 120. I am on Munich with you as a consensus bloker joker podcast play at minus 1.5 at even odds. I have not locked in Real Madrid City yet, but it is a strong lean to a both teams to score and over 2.5 goals. That one cashed in the first leg. I expect it to cash in the second leg. Then on the final one, I have already taken a bit of Barcelona. And I am going to actually wait on this under. I think that I could get some more value on it as the time goes on here. But I plan on playing that. Um, I, I see Barcelona maybe closing even a little bit higher here, just as the public is probably going to lean Barcelona. And I think it'll it'll raise up here. But that's it for this podcast, Cody. Do you have anything? Any last words here? I, I do. I, I misspoke. Uh, the minus one and a half for Bayern Munich at even odds is a banker. But mm -hmm. banker, I can't believe you didn't say it. After, I can't believe you didn't give me the but banker. After I said it. Banker. But, there we go. So I'm playing that. Good God, we have so much in this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Champions League rolls on. We're going to be right back with you, folks. I'm Cody Gelhausen at Squid's Picks. And with me, as always, my main man, Matt Lawrence at Matt J underscore Lawrence. And we'll see you next time, folks. Have a good one. done.